0: Having that uh, the multicultural and multiracial makeup is 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 really important because we can learn from each other our differences and and uh, see from each other's perspective put ourselves in each other's shoes right. And welcome to the Run the Race podcast, where we talk about fitness and faith on a weekly basis. You know, we all need motivation, maybe to lose weight or get stronger physically or get closer to God as we all seek purpose in life. I'm your host, Jason Dennis, hoping to inspire you to run the race of life as we sit down with fascinating guests, digging deeper into the mind, body, and soul. Let's do this. Well, happy Friday or happy weekend to you whenever you are listening to this uh, episode 114 of the Run the Race podcast. And uh, our last one uh, from just a few days ago, uh, we had a uh, former baseball star. He was almost in the major leagues. Scouts were looking at him, but he ended up going down the path of a drug addiction and drug dealing and being a gang member and uh, ending up in jail for almost a decade, but gave his life to Jesus and uh, really turned his life around, got out of jail. Jail, uh, you know, reunited with his high school sweetheart, owned some successful successful businesses, and uh, now is going into full time ministry. So really, his life has been truly transformed by the restoration of God. And uh, so, you know, now uh, as we're going to try to do every Friday or Saturday, going to have a, a Friday ish food for thought. Where uh, you know we, we talk about a certain issue, much shorter episode than our uh, long chats, where we go in depth with somebody that's given us some inspiration or motivation, and. Um and this one we kind of have a, a you know a stint on baseball a little bit, and uh, when it comes to racism and faith and how that all uh, plays out. Uh, in fact, I'm going uh, hopefully this weekend, this uh, Sunday afternoon, going to go see the Atlanta Braves, the reigning World Series champs, with uh, my son and a bunch of his friends before uh, they head off to college. And so uh, go Braves! Uh, they are having a, they're really one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. And speaking of baseball, uh, one of the best players ever and most well known and perhaps one of the, if not the most impactful is a Jackie Robinson um, back on uh, April 15th. So just uh, a few, you know, two and a half months ago, it marked 75 years since Jackie Robinson integrated major league baseball. Uh, This was during the modern era. And he initially played first base for the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers, Uh, Branch Rickey taking a chance on him. And, uh, you know, he was featured in a movie that I enjoyed from years ago, 42, which was his, um, and uh, one of the things that, that, I read about you know recently that sealed the deal for for Ricky and for the Dodgers when it came to Robinson was their shared faith in God. Uh, both of these men, uh, from what I understand, were devout Methodists, and Ricky later said of Robinson that he had an almost uh, Christ-like taste of. Turning the other cheek. And so throughout the years, uh, you know, uh, Robinson was, it wasn't talked about a lot back then, especially, but he leaned heavily on his faith. And uh, when his life and uh, was really on the line, and uh, whenever he walked out into the dugout, uh, there was a book about it uh, that was written back in 2017 called Jackie Robinson, a spiritual biography by authors of Michael Long and Chris Lamb. And they interviewed Robinson, and uh, he said it's the best way to get closer to God when he talked about how how he kneeled at his bed and prayed every single night and uh just like you know almost like he said like he when he was kneeling to to field ground balls and so he had resilience he had faith and uh, that was for a game that he loved, but also it was for a, a bigger issue, for race relations across America. And uh, our WTVM general manager and vice president, this is the TV station I've worked for for 20 of uh, the last 23 years, our, our GM and uh, vice president, Holly Stewart, here at WTVM in Columbus, Georgia, she does an editorial uh, every week and uh, records it on different issues impacting our local community or nationally, and she did one just recently uh, about uh, Jackie robinson and about racism in america today called 75 years of progress and i want you to listen to this just a couple of minutes of uh her insight her perspective on uh jackie robinson and uh, race in america
1: 75 years ago baseball officially became integrated thanks to the selfless determination of jackie robinson April 15th might be tax day but since 1947 it's also the day number 42 first stepped up to the plate for the Brooklyn Dodgers. What made Jackie Robinson so great wasn't necessarily his gamesmanship though he was so good he was the first rookie of the year when that award was created. Robinson proved himself to be great because he refused to let vicious racist taunts and personal threats of violence distract him from playing the game. Robinson showed the country he was a good man, a talented ball player, smart enough to turn the other cheek when fighting back would have been justified. Robinson was smart, driven, and political enough not to be political. His baseball boss, Branch Rickey, wanted to integrate baseball and knew he had to find the almost perfect man to do it.
0: Come on, Jackie, we don't want trouble. I'm the cause of trouble, Mr. Rickey. Maybe you'd like to call it off.
1: Ricky chose Robinson precisely because Robinson understood he'd be under a microscope and had to be a role model on the field and off. He made the most of that opportunity. Jackie Robinson even played himself in a popular movie about his life. After his retirement from baseball, Robinson became a successful businessman and a vocal civil rights leader, finally able to speak his mind and fight directly against racism. Yes, racism still exists, but 75 years ago, Jackie Robinson proved he had the character to confront it head on and win. It was one of many first steps that added momentum and created real progress in the fight for civil rights. Progress that deserves to be remembered, just like Jackie Robinson.
0: She does a great job with those. She writes the editorials herself, and you can watch them uh, throughout our newscasts on, uh, on WTVM, but also on our website, WTVM.com, and under the editorials section there. And so uh, she doesn't shy away from controversial issues. And so uh, uh, definitely important to honor Jackie Robinson and what he stood for and uh, you know maybe how far we've come in the last 75 years. Still got a long way to go, of course. As we talk about food for thought and and continue talking about this issue of race and and how it uh, impacts faith and vice versa, uh, there is an article from the Pew Research Center called Across Religious Groups, a Majority of Black Americans Say Opposing Racism is an Essential Part of Their Faith. So they had a recent survey. It had some interesting stats. I wanted to kind of give some of those to you. It said that three quarters of black Americans, according to this Pew Research Survey, Uh, About three-quarters of black Americans say that opposing racism is essential to their faith or their sense of morality, a view that extends really across a lot of the faith traditions. The majority of black Protestants, uh, this is regardless of, you know, uh, the racial makeup of their congregations, along with black Catholics and other Christians, like Jehovah's Witnesses, Orthodox Christians, other groups, they say, uh, the majority say that opposing racism is essential to what it means to be a Christian. And uh, that's the same for us. black non-Christians as well and uh, among Protestants three quarters of those who attend black churches about 76% say that being black is very important to how they think of themselves, as do uh, 65% of those who go to multiracial churches and 56% of those who attend churches where most are white or another race. And then the last stat here from this article is about 6 in 10 black Americans say that historically black congregations should try to, quote, become more racially and ethnically diverse. Again, this is from the Pew Research Center. And I, I've uh, you know tried the last two and a half years on the run the Race Podcast to talk to a diversity of folks, um, you know, talking to pastors. I've talked to white pastors, black pastors, with, uh, you know, some many with multiracial churches and how important that is. I have a previous episode from uh, months back about one of the pastors talking about the, the Black Lives Matter movement. And so they don't shy away from those things. And it's important to talk about those things, you know, inside of church and outside of church. And because uh, unfortunately, you know, churches can be very segregated on Sundays. You know, a lot of white people attending churches together, a lot of, um, black people attending church together Hispanic and so I think uh, you know having that uh, the multicultural and multiracial makeup is, is is really important because we can learn from each other our differences and and uh, see from each other's perspective p- put ourselves in each other's shoes right so I think it's very important and uh, you know hopefully you get a chance to uh, as I mentioned earlier in this episode get, listen listen to the uh, previous uh, one my chat with Blake Russell again a baseball star who uh, really fell on very hard times because of his own doing of drugs but um came out of that um, and, and with a sense of faith and purpose and a calling for God to help white black everybody to find Jesus like he did so uh, really a great story there and and thank you so much for uh, uh, letting us share a little bit about uh, racism and and hope it kind of opened your eyes a little bit to uh, what what is happening uh, in in across America and churches and uh, we we hope this conversation will continue because you know we do not want to focus on hatred. There's people out there that are that are horrible, have hate in their hearts uh, for the opposite race and and uh, you know we we. Unfortunately, we see that uh, in the headlines and in the news, uh, but we also report on the good stuff as well. We want to see how people are uh, bridging those gaps. And not just uh, dr- driving those wedges, and so we want to focus, you know, as much as we can on people that are doing the right things, and um, and and bringing solutions to bear when it comes to uh, you know solving our racial issues that continue uh, to happen across the U.S. and across the world. So until next time, uh, we'll catch up with you later in July. Going to have some uh, a great guest coming up soon talking about fitness and uh, faith as well, and and uh, I think my next guest. Is a young man uh, in the military who uh, just ran more than a hundred miles in 24 hours, and he, you know, through uh, getting sick and vomiting and injuries, he kept soldiering on, literally. Uh, through 105 miles. Uh, really an amazing story, but he uh, really, you know, his march is about faith in Jesus more than anything else, more than the, the physical aspect of it. So we'll, we'll talk to him and, uh, and hear some uh, inspiring uh, advice from him as well. So hope you guys have a blessed rest of your
1: week.